Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is December 5th. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, I'm doing uh, okay. I, I feel like I had a, a near, near uh, career-threatening injury. I cut my finger really bad this weekend. You know, this, that's tough in our world with typing and, and stuff. You know, so, so I cut my finger, was worried, was worried, you know, first thought was, how am I going to do this podcast on Sunday? I mean, what are we talking about? What do you like? Really? Like, was there <laughs> like a call place to EMS? What are we like? What do you mean? I bled for like finger? two hours, though. I was I was worried I had to get stitches. What were Didn't... you doing? Trying to influence with the cooking again? Three pieces <laughs> no, of pecan. You're in so there hard. chopping away, and you nearly <laughs> ended your career just trying to be an influencer. <laughs> Opened a can of dog food. The can got me. Oh God. You know, it's treacherous pull. out there. Yeah, it's a hard knock life. That's another reason why I don't have a dog. I don't want to cut my finger off. I guess it's the unseen hazards of having a dog. No, I, I'm, I, we're we're coming around. We're going to get a dog soon. Outside of that, I've been looking at tankathon.com, seeing what the Bulls' chances are of getting in the top four, so they don't have to give their pick away to the Magic. You know, friend of the program was listening to the year in review on Friday. And his wife walked in the room, a, a fellow journalist, golf journalist. And his wife walked in and was like, wow, this NBA pod you're listening to, this guy's really mad. Like, he really does not like <laughs> this Bulls team. I don't know. You're probably going off about Zach Levine or something. He's like, I had to tell you. I was cracking up. It's like, yeah, it really has nothing to do with the Bulls. But he does sound pretty angry about it. But, yeah. Um, hey, how, right. about, how about uh, Deshaun Watson? Start oh, number one. A, How'd just, it go? Just fireworks all over the place. We're back, back in business. I don't know. I, I had it on. I did the whole. I'm coming out of town. I'm coming. I'm going out of town all week, going to Central California. So I did like this rat race, getting Christmas stuff up all day. So I had it on a little bit. Didn't pay attention too close. But very deceiving box score. I mean, just they the, didn't well, score an offensive touchdown. Final score. Yeah, the box score is not deceiving if you actually look at it. But yeah. Pick six, scoop and score, fumble, end of punt return. And he looked terrible. And this is the, this would be the Browns' way to go. You know, if you're of a certain disposition where the winds start to slide, your morale, moral objection to the whole thing, they, they kind of slide away and, and cast as the winds roll in or the touchdowns, you know, are converted. Um you know, I just don't see that happening. This the way it will go with the Browns is the juice is not worth the squeeze. Whether you think the squeeze is even, uh, you know, should have even happened at all. Where we just did all this stuff, and Deshaun also sucks. Like I'm not suggesting that justifies it at all, but that's kind of the way it would go. Also, go for the Browns and Jimmy Haslam. Uh, so we'll see. Didn't look good. Threw a pick in the end zone, and um, yeah, it, it could be. We could be. Asking for Jacoby Brissett come, you know, January 1st. He's just like converted. He's just like an all-time 
kind of cult hero, Brissett. Didn't see that happening at the start of the year. People love him. I was hoping for Thanksgiving. Browns fans are they just love this guy. Just character. Yeah, because the expectations I think were so low and they were not a disaster. So yeah, there's a lot of Brissett love. Forever kind of a little micro hero to Browns. Do they want Baker back? No, no. The uh, Jordan Spieth of the NFL quarterback carousel? Sure. Uh, All right, let's get to it. Um, You have a good weekend, though, otherwise, besides the injury? Yeah, yeah. Okay. The the Bears, uh, Bears, another close loss. Oh, that's right. I saw that. You know, the Packer fans are all rejoicing. It's like, your team looks like complete shit. You almost (laughs) lost to a team that doesn't have, like, has maybe, like, four four players that could start on another NFL roster on, yeah. on defense and, and maybe three that could start on another NFL roster on offense. And you almost lost to us and we got all this cap room and we're going to have a top pick. And we got, yeah. we got, we got the, probably the quarterback that's going to be better over the next 10 years. Probably. Oh yeah. That's potential. Yep. <laughs> um, I, th- I thought they were going to win that easily. I looked up and they were oh, kind of ahead. And then all of a sudden they were, they were, <laughs> I what the figured Bears? Aaron Rodgers couldn't score. You know, they're not good. One of the Bears writers on, uh, on Twitter was opining that the play calling suggested that they were actually trying to lose the game. Oh no. <laughs> like he was, I don't think he was like, he was, he said he like qualified it, but he was like, but this play calling, the only way it makes sense is if you're actually trying to lose the game. Maybe they are. They could be. Subtly tanking. Trying to do, yeah. Get that second pick. Dual tanking. Um, okay. Let's get to the golf. It was thin. It's December 5th. We're going to get your interview going here soon. It's late Sunday night. Uh, we got early morning. The Hero World Challenge happened. The host of Australian Opens happened. Women, men, uh, adaptive, all at the same time. We had, what else did we have? The South African Open. I actually didn't know who, I forgot to check in on that one. Who won that? Do we know? I'm George pull, Kutsia? I'm, I'm pulling it up Dylan right Fratelli now. and his, Thir- you know. Th- Thurston. Oh, yeah. Yes. They were calling him Thurston <laughs> on the NBC, like, U.S. Bank report today. I said, that's not the way those letters go. They're, those are flipped. You can't just start pronouncing. It's like you're and you're the king. You're of Thomas. It's Thriston. It's not Thurston, or it's not Tristan. It's Thriston, right? Dean, Dean was in the mix. <laughs> Thriston was just, you know, Tristan's had himself a year. Let's be honest. He's done some done some things on some not the highest level tours, but he's he's had a cup of coffee. All right, he moved so up. He, he moved up fifty six spots in the in the race to Dubai standings it's up to first in the race to dubai which just ended last week with rory mcelroy winning it and they're back they're doing that whole thing again um okay i guess we'll start at the hero world challenge or the mud ball challenge uh we're not event of the week we're gonna do more on the aussies i promise but it just finished hero world challenge uh victor victor hovland wins first person to go back like this was a thing we had to talk about he's the first to go back to back at this since Tiger in 07. Like we're talking about, you know, Faldo going back to back at the Masters or something. Like why why this is, you know, good on good on Victor Hovland. Has a propensity to win um outside the United States. These yes. events that he's won, right? Uh Mayakoba, he's won Hero before. Um he Puerto got his Rico. first Euro tour win this I guess year. That's, that's Puerto obvious. Rico's part of the United States. I never know how that works. Yeah, I guess. 
It is part it's, of the United States. You could right? say out, outside the continental U.S. Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah, he's got this sort of propensity to win at these locales, these I don't know, often resort locales. But he's uh, won the Mayakoba twice too. Right. Correct. Back to back, twenty and twenty-one. There. What a what a thin list of wins. Mayakoba, Mayakoba, hero, hero. I mean, Puerto like Rico. the hero, you play against good players, but God, it's just but not I mean, very... what's the mind frame down there for some of those guys? You know, you, you even had Azinger. I mean, Azinger even had to pull off his like pressure bit. He was like, you know, this is a vacation for a lot of these guys. But uh, what did he call it? It's palm sweating time or something like that. He was even trying. He was trying to like mitigate that that whole pressure uh cauldron bit because it is december and there's 20 guys but um yeah who knows what i mean what shane lowry's up to down there you know speed it's like a family vacation i'm not suggesting they tanked it but it's probably not the most intense preparation but hovland's done it twice he held off scotty scheffler cameron young xander shoffley also kind of circling hovland what he put in the water on 18 yeah uh, yeah didn't he exactly like a, hooked it had kind of a side hill lie and Hooked it in there. I have no grand extrapolations to make. Kind of was crazy. I mean, Scheffler almost hold the bunker shot. Could have gotten nuts, but, you know, he didn't. He looked out. This is a fine event. You know, I've kind of come to, like, appreciate. It isn't a fine event. You know why? It's cannibalizing the Australian. Yeah. Yeah. It's like one of the most historic events in the the world is getting just, like, killed because of it. And that's why this event sucks. Is, I, this is like a perfect example I know. of of the PGA Tour's greed. Well, you know, and it, it's it also is, Tiger. What are you going to tell Tiger? What do you want to tell? Find like, another date. He he went down and won the Australian Open. This, it became quite clear that he's not open to that when they did it when it was back to back against the Presidents Cup and they flew from Bermuda uh, Caribbean. I just would to ask, Melbourne. why does this event need to exist? For the uh, TGR Foundation. The kids. That's right. You know, I understand. I'm not going to try to jam you there and say you're you're against charity like you would to me. But, uh, yeah. I didn't didn't do that when you were saying the same thing about the RSM. That's true. true. This is the worst. Actually, this is the worst event on tour because of what it does to the Australian Open. You could have had, like, more top flight players. Stop. Maybe Tiger should just go make his event the Australian Open that that you know goes to the TGR fund. You would think someone who has gone and done the Australian Open has played it, has spoken highly of it, success down there, understands what that kind of golf does. I mean, you've had Spieth talk about how that basically propelled him into his career year when he went and did really well there, um, and then I think he went back, came back, and kicked ass in this hero thing. When it was at uh, whatever the Isleworth, um, so yeah, it's it's tough. It's I, I think there should be some concession there, but that's not going to happen. Is Tiger? It's an important event for Tiger and his foundation. It's an important event enough. Important enough event for the PGA Tour. I don't think they're they want to be upsetting Tiger. Uh, they did upset a lot of the players this week with with the mud balls. The amount of mud ball coverage and look, 
Far be it from me. I will be first in line to holler when they say preferred lies because, you know, we get off on that uh, quite a bit. But this extensive Mudball articles, extensive commentary on the broadcast about the Mudballs and how they pulled the trigger too soon and had made them play it down on Saturday and the whining and complaining. I mean, there were some shots that were 60 yards offline from mud, the Cam Young, uh, more cow had one on Sunday. Um, I think mud balls are pre- somewhat predictable. Really good players know what it's going to do. Sometimes you might lose one a little bit, but like it does take some skill to judge them. They were trying to bait. I'm not Tiger. saying like great. Mud, it's great to have mud balls all the time. I'm not saying that. I am saying that like experience matters when when you have mud balls. Yeah. So and you know, if you want to battle mud balls, maybe this is the way to do it, right? I mean, you'd rather do it in December, get a little experience. You know, you're gonna, you know, if you come across it in a major, you're unlikely going to get that kind of relief. We'll get to a year in review of the players. You would there. They play, they play lift clean in place at the players. But uh, this is maybe just, you know, work on your mud ball game at the hero. That's a time to do it. They tried to bait Tiger into talking about criticizing the tour because a lot of guys on the broadcast were saying they did it a day too early. Tiger's like, ah, he wouldn't fully go there. It's unpredictable, but it's a lot less windy today. You know, it's a lot less gusty. So there were not a lot of like 62s, maybe, 63s. Maybe they didn't. A lot of have- 70, around 70 scores. Maybe they didn't have lift clean in place because it was Tiger's event. Do you think well, that's that? the thing? Do you think he put his thumb on the scale? Sometimes this is a rare time you get it with Jack at Memorial, where they can kind of tell the guys enough with this preferred lies bullshit. Um, Azinger chimed in. I don't think they're going to make their decision based on players' opinions. I was like, ah, I think that's how they. A lot of their decisions are made. The, you know, I, these guys that run the tour. They know it's an outdoor sport, and the conditions can be tough. It's never supposed to be perfect. And if it becomes a luck factor, then they might have missed the mark. I don't know. It is an outdoor sport. This happens. Uh, Do you think Scottish- it was a luck factor that Scott, that uh, that Hovland won? No, right. No. <laughs> like, that's like that's what I'm saying. It's just. All right. Uh, Scheffler, I, I read the Shackelford newsletter, Quadrilateral, uh, this afternoon or evening. And he had some quote from Scheffler. He said, like, he's suggesting the USGA change the rules. Where like he plays at home, and they like clean it off until like you get to a wedge, so like a hundred some yards and in, and then you can't clean it off. <laughs> you think the USGA is going to undertake that suggestion? Like well, they do it wherever they are, Trinity Forest or Stalish National or whatever listen, they're doing. USGA needs to protect it. It's player the players. <laughs> no transparency. Scheffler needs some tr- protection from mud balls. So, anyways, that's I just a lot of bud ball happening at Hero. Do you have anything else going on with that besides the bud ball talk? Congrats to Hovland. No, no, that's that's it. I mean, it's uh, I you know there this event if you finish if you finish last you should get no points, no world ranking points. I think if you finish in the la- bottom five, you should get no world ranking points because you'd be cut in any other event. Tommy Fleetwood, DFL, fresh off his win down in South Africa. I'll, I'll tell you what, this is a big bl- building block this week for for George Spieth. Shot shot sixty nine on Sunday, almost was the best round of the day. This is this is something to right. take, to build on. That's your Hero World Challenge recap. Congrats to Hovland. I just think we, I don't know, I don't think we should make any grand extrapolations. I don't want to make any extrapolations about Tiger 
his injury like people I don't, it's just it's just kind of trying to throw. i saw on, on one website they were like talking about whether tiger was gonna get surgery or for for plantar fasciitis it's like you know usually guys just like rest a couple weeks and it's okay uh, they're playing doctor yeah uh-huh Seems silly, especially when Tiger, like, I don't know. We don't know a lot about what's going on with Tiger. He just says he has procedures. So <laughs> it's even like, you know, you're not qualified and you're not informed. So How many surgeries that, do you think he's had in, in his life? Oh. <laughs> like 45 and a half over under. Um, uh, oh, I'll go under, slight under. I think he's pushing over 35, pushing over. I think 35 and a half is probably the right number. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what hasn't it been like 10 to 12 back ones, so to speak, right? A couple well, knees. So many on the knees. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, yeah, probably a fair amount of stuff. So, um, all when right. When he comes but- on the pod, I'll ask him. <laughs> sure, he'll answer too when he does, because he will come on. And I'm sure you'd be forthright about love to just talk about that. How many surgery have you had total? Tell me about that. Now for a quick word for our, you know, preferred only favorite below the belt trimmer here for the shotgun start and the fried egg. Listen, I cut my finger this weekend and. uh, Wasn't with Meridian because we know it's a no Nick. This is the thing. It Way hurt to tie a lot. This in. Way I to can't. Tie this. I can't yeah. believe how much. Like I can't believe how much my finger hurts. I. I I'm sorry I, to hear this. And he, you would. I, I mean, it's deep cut. It's not. But I. You wouldn't want to do this in a in a more sensitive area. You don't want any kind of nicks, anything like that. And that's why you need to use Meridian. So you go to meridiangrooming.com. Use the promo code fried egg. You get 10% off with the promo code fried egg. That's all caps. Meridiangrooming.com. It's got a 6,000 RPM motor, flexible ceramic blade. I would think you want some flexibility. I would think, you know, you don't. Yeah. That helps with the nicks. The no, yeah. You know, I just, it just sounds like you want some flexibility. Anti-nick shaving guard. It's waterproof. Take it to the shower. Adjustable guide combs. You save more when you bundle. You get replacement blades. Seems like a good idea. You probably want some, you know, extra blades there. Post trim spray and a travel case when you bundle. You save with those additional accessories. Um, yeah, kind of helps you shave worry free. I don't want to be kind of to use a Paul Azinger term, sweaty palms time, palm sweating time when you know you're trying to do that. So shave worry free without nicks and cuts. Go to meridiangrooming.com. Use the promo code FRIDEG for 10% off. I can't believe they've got the USB-C charging, everything that's built in, adjustable guard, you charging stand, this new trimmer plus. So pick that one up with promo code FRIDEG, 10% off. I can't believe you tied in your little mishap over the weekend with that ad. Oh, but it is appropriate. Yeah. That works. Let's, yeah. Yeah. You know, this, uh, let's get back to golf here. Um, okay. Let's go to the event of the week. The Australian Opens. Multiple. Adrian Marunk. The uh, the pole. I'm in Poland, on, on Moronk. Poland got smoked by France in the World Cup, but you know that probably didn't matter because they already had their victory in the Australian Open. Adrian Moronk will be He's going to the Masters. The first, I think, Polish golfer to ever, yeah, play in the Masters. Is he going? He's probably going. Assuming they keep the the top fifty exemption. 
And there's no way he can fall out, right? Between now and the end of the year, in the last no. three weeks. Okay. Uh, so, yes, if he gets the top 50 at the end of the calendar year, he will go. Uh, if they keep that, I should say. Um, he won by like five. Eagle poured in this eagle off the back fringe and won by five. Beat, you know, Adam Scott, a couple others. Uh, Min, uh, Min Woo Lee was in the mix. Cameron Smith. He grew up like a, I guess he was a. Scott was a Adam Scott. Scott fan growing up and went out on Sunday trailing by one and like played. He was an incredible. I watched this on, on Saturday night and uh, every every iron was just like surgical for for mm-hmm. the first like 13 14 holes. It was so good. He was so good. He yeah. uh he played great. I I hope he keeps playing well. I I would love to see him on a Ryder Cup team if he keeps playing well. Uh just like be neat to see, you know, uh, somebody develop into like a great golfer from Poland just yeah. in terms of like the game of golf. Yep. Uh, elsewhere, like Minwoo Lee, Hayden Baron, Alejandro Canizares got the open, you know, the open qualifying series. It's here December. We're, you know, seven months away from the open. But uh, yeah, they're in the open. That that Hayden Baron guy's like took up golf like five years ago. He's 26. He's a first year pro. He chipped in on 18 to, to do it. So now he's going to Royal Liverpool. Um, the women's side, Ashley Buhai won. Uh, so what about won. what about Herbert's? Uh, I got. I'm going to go to that separately as okay. when we talk about the tri conducting of championships. Ashley Buhai won. Uh, she was emotional with her husband Dave, who you just castigated and besmirched and dragged. Well, they get to celebrate together this all time. summer. You know, for Muirfield when he was, you said it was too show me too much. Well, look at me. He's so. on the green. He was on the green this time as as her caddy. Okay, this makes sense. You can celebrate right away when you're the caddy. When you're not the caddy, you got to let the player have their moment. You got to let the player and the caddy have their moment. <laughs> You're on the sidelines. That'd be like, you know, a great end of a game, you know, and the first thing you saw was like a fan hugging the star quarterback. Like, no, that's not how it works. Like the teammates celebrate <laughs> together. Uh, so congrats to Ashley Buhai. Big year. Wins her national open, wins the women's open. That's a real, she was emotional afterwards. That's a substantial accomplishment, substantial season. Uh, this was also on the women's side. This was among the dumber, weirder, more confusing controversies I've ever seen. This was also, I saw in a, the Sydney Morning Herald um, via Shackelford. Marina Alex and uh, the Australian Julian Sue had a dust up on the 18th green. And I can't for the life of me, like completely follow this thing. Did you see this? No. So this is from the Sydney Morning Herald. Onlookers were stunned that playing partners would not shake hands um, at the end of a round, a custom as old as the game itself. Alex marched towards Sue after she tapped in for birdie on the final hole, pointing towards the side of the green. Sue seemed perplexed with the exchange. And then Alex later went to embrace the Victorian, and she got no response. They just iced her. So they wouldn't shake hands, didn't hug. There's video of it. It's very weird. Apparently, Alex was Marina. Alex was very mad about the location of Sue's ball, which she had attempted to throw into the crowd. Didn't get there, you know. Apparently, didn't make it into the stands. This is some tradition at the Australian Open, Australian golf. I mean, I, you see it a lot of places. Apparently, they're 
quite beholden to it there. She accused Marina Alex accused Sue of not throwing it into the corporate hospitality marquee, but instead leaving it in a bunker, suggesting it was still in play for subsequent groups. Others maintain it didn't end up in the sand, but on an adjacent area near the crowd. Um, it's been custom during the Australian summer of golf for crowds on the final hall to call players to throw their ball into the gathering as a souvenir. This is the oddest controversy. I just don't understand what... what Marina Alex, like, marched towards her. Very angry. And then they don't shake hands. They don't hug. And the ball is just lying. I don't understand. Marina Alex is very vocal on Twitter. She's got, you know, high opinions. She's uh, She was not happy about this. I'm so confused, but it was clearly a dust up on the 18th green because she didn't throw her ball far enough or something. Just the, one of the weirder controversies I've ever seen or, or fights, uh, you know, quote unquote fights in, in the golf event. Last but not least, the third event, the adaptive event, Kip Poppert won, who we kind of, we saw play in the champions challenge at uh, St. Andrews this summer. So those are your three events. Um, uh, three champions at the Australian open. This was Victoria national. Now let's get to the conducting of this. There was an article by Brendan James, Golf Australia. Who Getting had, after his own. I saw John Huggin retweeted as like, this is proper journalism, things of that nature, because he had, you know, just on the ground observations and, and um, sources. It sounded, you know, a little shoddy around the edges, which, you know, I guess... This isn't the Masters. This isn't the U.S. Open. The budget might not be substantial. So there was some, there was, you know, apparently there was no like hospital, there were no courtesy cars. There weren't enough good, you know, courtesy car service. Um, you know, Adam Scott couldn't get one to his downtown hotel. Uh, I think it was G.I. Shin. Yeah, G.I. Shin was unable to get a courtesy car from Victoria over to Kinston Heath. And decided to dr- board one of the public shuttle buses, <laughs> but they fair. wouldn't let her on because she had a golf bag. She's like former world number one, won the Australian uh, Open, won it. She couldn't get from Vic National to Kingston <laughs> Deep. Uh, there were no courtesy cars. What do you think the people on the shuttle bus were like, saying? Oh, by the way, she's like won this event before. It's yeah, you can't get on because you have a golf bag. Um, what else were there? They're. <laughs> They wouldn't give passes, like four passes to Adam Scott, Cameron Smith, like these heavy hitters. They couldn't bring their friends and family. They had to go out with the like to get in the clubhouse. No, nobody could get in. No leaderboards, apparently. There's like no leaderboards out there. Some guys were complaining, fans were complaining about that. So this is this is not us. This is again Brendan James, the Golf Australia, uh, surfacing a lot of this, um, and then. <coughs> There was this. Lucas, I can't believe the shuttle bus didn't let, the, let her ride because she had a golf bag. Yeah, I mean, like and not enough courtesy the, what, cars. Do you think or the, no courtesy cars. Do you think cars, the driver the, was the one that was like, "No, yeah. you can't come on"? Or the marshal? You know, the people who kind of let you get on one by one and worked. And then apparently, they ran out of shuttle buses too. As soon as Cam Smith ended it, I think it was Kingston Heath. There were just thousands or the throngs of people wanting to go back over and they just didn't have any transportation ready for that <laughs> amount of people. We were only there for Cameron Smith. Uh, that was the other debate. They need the- to invest in some electric scooters or something. So that's the other thing. They had a 54 hole cut 
because they had yeah, three. Yeah, I saw uh, this. Cam and, Smith thought he was he was he missed the cut. He was at the bar or something. So thirty people go to well, that was Friday. He didn't know he had to go so early on Saturday, so he stopped drinking beers and got on the waters. He said so, but like it's a national open. I don't know. Thirty people through is a little thin. The guy, uh, I think Kanazara Kanaharis was like one shot clear of making the cut, and then he stormed twenty six spots up, and now he's going to the open. Like I don't know who's to say that wasn't the guy who was in thirty second couldn't do it. I guess play better for the first fifty four holes. They just said it's, it's a, a little that's dicey. That's a fifty four hole cut. I I'm okay at a national open. Well, I'm 30? okay getting down to, to a small few after 54 holes. Like, okay. you know, it's one thing. Like, you've had 54 holes. Like, I mean, what did it cut down to? I mean, th- 30. Th- 30 women, yeah, 30 but, men. But Adam Scott was 11 under. And, like, you're talking you about a cut. Yeah, you cut to somebody that was, like, 10 back. And he yeah, shot a great final round. British Open spots available. You know, it's kind of... All right. Wow, well, Canizaro's got it. Canizaro's shot. He went twenty six spots. He shot twenty. Yeah, twenty six spots. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but anyway, so they they had three going on at a time. If this is sustainable, Canizaro's shot sixty four. All right, so he was he finished two shots. He was six. He was ten shots back of Adam Scott to enter the start of the day. <laughs> and now he's going to Royal Liverpool. Yeah, well, he Hoyle. played a great round. He wasn't yeah. going to win. Right, I understand. But that's so really like everybody that got insane. everybody that got cut wasn't going to win. Okay, so you that's know, all that matters. I, here's the point: Brendan James is getting praised because you just assume, like it's universal praise. They did three events at once. This could have this was just a model for everything. And he's like, no, they missed the mark on a lot of things around the edges. <clears throat> but the golf was great. The pace of play was not. Lucas Herbert was one of the frustrated players with the pace of play. And he had some, uh, I'd say, suspect quotes for this article. Quote, I think 77 girls or something made the cut with all the amateurs included. So that obviously made things tough, creating the draw. And it's not an easy golf course out there. I feel like it's a tough golf course, and I'm one of the best players in the field. So for the girls who are not playing the game full time, who have maybe just snuck in through the cut and struggling with their game a bit, it's a brutal test out there. It didn't feel like there were many holes where we didn't get jammed up. This is what happens when you have so many people out on the course. Um, And, you know, as anecdotal support for that, James wrote Cameron Davis and Elvis Smiley, you know, who the Aussies are hyping quite a bit. Kites uh, was on the bag. Were sent out as a two ball and the first group off 10th tee. When they reached the first tee, they had to wait for four groups, four groups to hit before they could continue when they came back around. So you had five groups on the tee. You had to wait for four. That's great. Two ball. So, you know, Lucas Herbert, <clears throat> I don't know, a little sus, like, just saying girls who don't play the game full-time, is he suggesting some of these? I mean, they're probably elite amateurs. You know, that they made the cut for a reason, or they made the field for a reason. It wasn't like, you know, too much celebrity. Ta- too much time on the PGA Tour for Lucas Herbert. <laughs> That's what I'll say. So it has its hiccups trying to conduct, you know, concurrent championships. And another point James made, the women's open, the end of this end of year date is it's just like you're never going to get the top players because it's not going to be a co-sanctioned LPGA event because their season just ended. Uh, you need to, they should try to like 
coordinate it with the Asia swing. Try to do a February date, get the, when they go to Asia, swing down to Australia, and you'll have LPZA sanctioning, and you'll try to, you know, you can get a greater number of the top players. So, yeah, it was cool to see them play concurrently, but you're also not going to get a ton of great women's players after the LPGA season has ended. Uh, you didn't get a ton of the best men's players either, to be fair. But uh, the courses were awesome. The golf was great. And that's what, you know, the thrust, the, the kind of end thesis for Jane, this article is, yeah, at least the golf was good because a lot of stuff around the edges um, was lacking. So that's your Australian Open recap. Congrats to the three winners. What would you make of watching? I, I enjoyed it. Looks sweet, right? Uh, yeah, they were playing Victoria. The Victoria National on TV. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, uh, I, I wish I, I didn't tune in for the Kingston Heath part, um, but Victoria looked, it was really cool. I mean, anytime, it's like what we always talk about, like out there, the, the firmness of the turf and the way the bunkers cut into greens and, and the, you know, the pins that they produce, like you saw, like shot, you had to make shots and like you could be in spots and have like, Really, I mean, it's the same stuff we saw at the President's Cup, right? Where you could be in the fairway and you could have like an impossible shot and you had to play safe and like you had to be in the right spot. You had to shape the ball. I watched like there was a shot. Min Woo Lee like hit this like draw. It, it was just beautiful. It was like a draw nine iron. And, you know, you just like if it was the PGA Tour, you'd just see somebody just like kind of hit their stock fade. Like I think Min Woo Lee hits a fade like the and instead he's drawing the ball in because of the way the screen orients and and you know the firmness of it that he needed to get like hit the ball hard because of the with the wind and everything like that ball needed to be coming high and saw he had great shots so i uh I, just in general i i think i was uh it was just it was delightful to watch it you know i think like the thing that i get frustrated with is like this is an event I mean, we saw it with the President's Cup when it was at Royal Melbourne. And this is an event that consistently goes to great golf courses, has a great TV window, and the one thing that it's missing, or there's two things it's missing. And, like, our top flight players, like the top of the game going, and a big purse, right? right. And, like, everything <laughs> about this event, Crowds looked really cool, really should, substantial. Yeah, everything about this event is top flight except for the players in the purse, and it's a it's a bummer because the like shuttle buses. This is the rare opportunity for golf fans to see golf at on the Australian sandbelt, which is like a it's like you know you got Amer you got Lynx style golf. We have the Lynx season. We've got you know obviously a lot of great American venues, and we'll see some next year. Like I think like. In a way, like the U.S. Open at LACC is going to be like kind of similar to like what Sandbelt Golf is. Yeah. yeah, like I think you know, hopefully, but you know, it's still not the same thing. And I think that's the thing that's a bummer is like, you know, this is the opportunity for golf fans to see the best players on some of the world's best stages, and it just doesn't happen. And and um, you know. Uh, hopefully at some point obviously there's a lot of hashtag disruption going on in in the game of golf right now but like you know it would be an amazing thing if if this became you know you want to talk about 
like those elevated events and world tours and you know what the tour could do like this event they could they could really make an awesome event and have you know get put the tour have their put their money into it have them you know sanction whatever fedex cup points elevated series elevated, like that's what would need to ha- i mean just the current world order of golf is kind of what would need to happen to get some of those guys we saw playing a mud ball fest on the actual sand belt and playing different kind yeah. of golf this time of year that's um, the thing that's frustrating is like these guys are traveling international to play a golf event this week like well, sure it's not it's not australia i get <laughs> i get yeah. that it's not australia but like shit just like like i don't know it just it doesn't make I mean, any speed sense did it he not, he's it's not like that it's, it's asking him to climb out everest speeth is do you think the guys it. tiger left did the, it. left the president's cup and like it, it ruined their year because they went down to australia no right right <laughs> i think i heard that from anybody well you know they make enough money that they don't have to and i guess I mean, they don't have to go there for any kind of branding reasons when australians can see them what on idea the internet what, now on tv everywhere so Go One ahead. idea I always had was like, if you kicked the, um, if you kicked the tournament of champions back a week, and then you started in Australia, and then it's like, then you go to Hawaii, and it it just kind of like it makes that trip a little bit easier. Yeah, I, yeah. A lot of those guys go out to Hawaii for like the week. You know, for New Year's Day and New Year's Eve and all that. It'd be it's, pretty sweet to go to Melbourne for New Year's Day. It would. It would. Yeah. No. They got to figure out a way to, to make this more, get the best, better players, it's just, best players down there. So this is, this should be, statement. this should be one of the 10 best events of the year. And it's not because it, it doesn't have the, the money to attract the big name players or the stat uh, it should it's got the stature it's got the history it's got the the co- golf courses it just doesn't and it, i mean it's the best time to watch golf I mean, it's like right. saturday night it was you know if you throw this into into january saturday night there's gonna be nothing it, it competes against nothing right right all right so that's congrats to marunk you high kip puppert um I don't know the the shuttle service guy for being a vigilant vigilante, um, and uh, yeah, it was great watch. It's just how can we get a little more juice? The fans were there. It was it was very lively on the ground. We just need a few more of those great talents, top of the world players. Uh, speaking of Australians, uh, Greg Norman got on the record. I think it was today's golfer got him. He said, "I pay zero attention to Roy McIlroy and Tiger Woods. Their their agenda for whatever reason." This is, of course, responding to their recent quotes. Greg's got to go. Greg has to go if anything's going to happen. They're saying whatever they want to say. It has no bearing or effect on me. I'm going to be live with, with live for a long, long period of time. Speaking of coming together, of course it can happen under my leadership. Uh, Tiger might be a messenger. All I know is we are going to keep doing what we're doing with live, and we're just going to keep moving forward. So, yeah, he says he doesn't think about Tiger of Rory, which is probably not accurate. And Rory had his Paul Kimmage part two of his interview said, you know, I was actually surprised to hear this. Like he and Greg were on speaking terms or texting terms of, uh, in a way this year. Um, and sort of come to a 
a cease, <clears throat> I don't know, a ceasefire or a, just a, a temporary peace. And Greg gave his quote to the Washington Post saying Rory's brainwashed. And that's Rory, according to him, is like, all right, I'm going to spend the rest of the year just trying to be as big of, you know, pain in the ass for this guy as I can be. Now, the timeline of that, he might have given that quote to the Post reporter, like, or, you know, way back when, you know, eight weeks before the publication. That's somehow how these things, sometimes how these things happen. But yeah, that will continue to go back and forth. Norman says yeah. he doesn't think about Tiger and Rory. Of course um, he doesn't. Yeah, right. Other news. This was an Adam Shupak story confirmed that Smiley and Faxon are in, which I think we talked about when we, the Malpy news came down that they were going to take over, you know, not us, I think others as well. But yeah, we mentioned that. Said Kurt Byram, maybe also, uh, who we met at St. Andrews. Awesome individual. He was great guy. Had met him. He was really great. Good, good to good to meet. No, a little bit off off camera. He was awesome. And then Justin Leonard is all is out apparently, except for like an occasional the mountain man drop in for Ryder Cup or something like that. I I. Uh, I, I didn't, yeah, I, he came in, yeah, I didn't think he was the best, Justin Leonard. I didn't think he was bad. I didn't think, I, I thought, like, I, I like McGinley on the live from thing, um, at least as a sparring partner for Brandel, a little more, but uh, I guess he's going to focus on Champions Tour golf, so. Um, all right, I think that does it for this Monday. You have anything else you want to add before we sign off here? That's we're it. traveling. We're going to have some more year oh, review coming this week. Last day for uh, print orders if you're doing a uh, frame print in the Fried Egg Pro Shop. If you want to get a frame print, like the other forms, the paper, the metal, that stuff. If we it. did this, we would be so screwed. Are you telling me last day to think about a gift is December 5th. You're getting a printout of the printout of the, you know, a pay piece of paper on Christmas Day. <laughs> I know. Of this is a print will be do. coming. In, like, there's no chance I'd be on that, but I'm glad you're calling we, it out. Well, here. we put so up Pebble, we put up Pebble photos, uh, prints in there. If you, if that's a, those are, they're cool. Um, good pictures. Very good pictures. Yeah. Uh, 15% off if you use the promo code Pebble uh, off those. We wanted to give everybody. A little uh, discount um, that, okay. since we got them up late. Okay, cool. So last day to order if you want it framed. Is that right? And, and, yeah, if and you want it framed. If you, Christmas. Yeah, if you want okay. other f- things, then, you know, you can. Yeah, a little more time. Yeah. Okay. All right, everyone, enjoy your Mondays. We're going to have some more year interviews coming this week. Uh, we'll talk to you then.